Broadcasting live to New York, Bloomberg 1130. To Washington, D.C., Bloomberg 991. To Boston, Bloomberg 1200. To San Francisco, Bloomberg 960. To the country, Sirius XM Channel 119. And around the globe, the Bloomberg Radio Plus app and Bloomberg.com. This is Bloomberg Surveillance. Good morning, I'm Karen Moscow, along with Tom Keen and Michael McKee, and the opening bell brought to you by SEI. Imagine a global operating platform designed to deliver a differentiated and technologically rich investor experience. Find out how SEI can help you succeed at SEIC.com slash imagine. Stocks lower at the open, the S&P 500 down two-tenths percent or four points to 2094. The Dow Jones Industrial Average down two-tenths percent or 29 points to 17,759. The Nasdaq's down two-tenths percent or 11 points to 4940. 10-year Treasury is up 4.30 seconds. The yield 1.81%. Yield on the two-year, 0.89%. NYMEX crude oil down 1.8% or 87 cents to 48.13 a barrel. COMEX gold is little change, down 60 cents to 12.14.20 an ounce. And the euro at $1.1186. The yen, 108.74. The Brexit Vote. Coverage continues now on Bloomberg Radio. Oh, dramatic music. It's very Game of Thronesy. Yeah. I mean, I, I wonder if they made the music in Ireland where they film a lot of games. Game. It's like season three Game of Thrones. Well, who's our king here? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, the Lannisters do bad things in season three. Wait, they do th- bad things in every season. <laughs> in every season. Excuse me. And somebody always dies yes. in the show. <laughs> well, we hope Before Jacob Kierkegaard will be with us throughout the rest of this program. He is with the Peterson Institute. And he joins us now uh, to talk about the latest uh, on Brexit. Can, can I just inter- can, inter- can I interrupt and Absolutely. say that one of the one of the whitelings north of the wall looks a lot like Adam Posen? <laughs> yes, I put the in there. <laughs> All right. Uh, it, it, Jacob, it's, it's, it's been an interesting um, turn lately to see the uh, the the Brexit crowd uh, gaining ground, uh, it, it's kind of hard to figure out for the pollsters apparently what it is that the vote is actually turning on. What uh, what yeah. people are using as their criteria for making a decision. Yeah, I mean, I, I think what this vote is is about is is a, is an ever bigger question i mean it seems to be more sort of a civil war inside the conservative party and the labor party by the way uh, and and the sort of issue of eu membership is really sort of uh, uh, only tangential but i think what happened this week was that the leave campaign uh, finally sort of doubled down on what was always their strongest argument which was immigration uh, because immigration uh, is an issue that touches uh, the sort of identity politics and uh, has a lot of uh, people in the UK clearly worried. Um, because immigration into the UK has been uh, uh, very high in the 21st century, um, and some people are uh, concerned about that. Uh, and David Cameron is also quite weak on this subject because uh, as part of his election manifesto in 2015, he promised that he would uh, keep immigration or net immigration into the UK below 100,000 a year. Yet the latest numbers for last year just came out and showed over 300,000. 
Um, and the lead campaign is saying, well, this is because uh, we can't control our own borders. It's because of uh, open uh, the, the freedom of movement of workers inside the EU. We've got to take control uh, of our borders. And that's an argument that has some appeal, uh, quite clearly. Is there something something out there that you see that would uh, the debate could turn on, or is it going to be up till June 23rd, this kind of grinding change? No, I, I mean, I think uh, fundamentally uh, the Leave campaign, in my opinion, has lost the economic argument. Uh, they have not been able to articulate a credible, uh, you know, what is the UK going to look like economically uh, the day after uh, Brexit. Um, and that is why they have now, as I said earlier, uh, swung uh, to really pushing uh, the immigration argument uh, and doing so while trying not to appear too nativist. Um, whether they will succeed, uh, I am uh, strongly doubtful, uh, because the polls will also show that among the remaining swing voters, those that haven't made up their mind yet, the economy uh, is the uh, most important issue. Right. Uh, so, so I therefore believe that uh, at the end of the day that uh, either a narrow or a slightly more comfortable uh, victory for the remain uh, camp will still be there. But as I said, meanwhile, uh, this is turning into an all-out civil war, particularly in the Conservative Party, where clearly right. there, are already, there are already people in the conservative, among the Conservative MPs who are saying that David Cameron needs to resign even if he wins the referendum. Uh, so his future uh, uh, might potentially be okay. even if he's successful. What's great about Jacob Kierkegaard's research is you're really hard-nosed about it. My basic take is it's an elite debate. And most of us are not following the people. And as you mentioned uh, very nicely, this is about the people. The FT today has a fabulous chart showing the mass polarity of this debate. You just said the distinction. You're saying this is not about immigration and, and migrant refugee dynamics in Europe, and it's about the actual U.K. economy? Well, I, I'm saying I'm saying that uh, the vast majority, or many of the, in my opinion, probably the majority of the people who vote no, they're going to vote no because they're concerned about immigration. But what I am saying is that uh, I believe that the economy is what's going to swing it in Remain's favor because the majority of the remaining undecided are going to be basically voting, uh, you know, they're loss averse. They are uh, status quo oriented. Right. Uh, and therefore, uh, they will vote uh, for the safe yeah. bet, which is to stay in. And, Mike, that's the key phrase. Law. I'm going to have to steal that from Dr. Kierkegaard. Loss averse. <laughs> has a lot to, seriously, it has a lot to do with it. There seems to be, there seems to be a, um, a demographic aspect to this with uh, older voters maybe more sympathetic to the idea of being outside the EU because they can remember when they were uh, when there was no EU uh and uh, and of course uh, people at the lower end of the socioeconomic scale uh being more interested in in leaving uh, how, how much of a role is that really going to play in the end 
No, I, I mean, I think that that, that, is, that is a key uh, issue here because there's no doubt that, as you mentioned, all the voters tend to be uh, more inclined to leave, partly because, as you said, they uh, can maybe remember that uh, there was a world when the U.K. was not uh, part of the EU, um, and, and they may be more nostalgic about, uh, you know, Britain as a big colonial empire, uh, etc. Right. Therefore, they may have the opinion that actually the UK can does not have to share sovereignty, does not have to do things in common with the rest uh, of Europe, but can do it can do it alone. Um, whereas I think younger people, uh, many of whom has has always grown up uh, in a Europe virtually without borders, they're used to uh, uh, nipping over to France. They're used to uh, travel freely around, and, and for them, uh, uh, the 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 past uh, or the past that their parents' generation are sort of right. hiking back to doesn't exist. Well, Jacob Kirkebart, thank you so much. Peterson uh, Institute uh, uh, with us. Uh, as well. Dr. Kirkard, thank you um, so much. Mike, we've got some real movement in FX. Yen stronger, blowing through recent new strength. 108.60 dollar flat, euro crushed off the ending of the Draghi press conference. 111.67 euro yen has moved 1.29 big figures. Stronger, stronger yen this morning. <laughs> Time now to check in with Michael Barr. Get the latest world and national headlines. Mike, Tom, thank you very much. Hillary Clinton is preparing to attack Donald Trump on his foreign policy. Clinton will use a speech in San Diego today to cast the Republican as unfit for office and dangerous. The former Secretary of State will seek to contrast her foreign policy experience with Trump's. The PGA Tour says it has nothing to do with politics, but they are moving next year's World Golf Championship from Donald Trump's course in Miami to Mexico City. Trump responded to the news at a rally in Sacramento last night. They moved the World Golf Championships from Miami to Mexico City. Can you believe it? Can you believe it? Seven automakers are adding about 4.4 million vehicles in the U.S. to the massive Takata airbag inflator recall. Documents detailing recalls by General Motors, Volkswagen, Ford, Daimler vans, BMW, Jaguar Land Rover and Mercedes-Benz were posted today by the government. Takata inflators can malfunction and spew shrapnel into drivers and passengers when exposed to humidity and repeated hot and cold cycles. If you ask SpaceX CEO Elon Musk, people will be on Mars in just nine years from now. Musk said that we should be able to launch people in 2024 with arrival in 2025, Global News, 24 hours a day. I'm Michael Barr. My stop. They can listen to surveillance podcasts no, all lay out. You can get it anywhere. Store them on Mars. Even even on the red planet. <laughs> I can see it now. Yen surging, 108.61 on dollar yen. We'll have much more on that. Bloomberg Surveillance. Stay with us. Bloomberg Surveillance brought to you by Land Rover. Adventure shows for the taking. Visit LandRoverTriState.com for special lease and financing offers. Land Rover, above and beyond.